Now batting for the Phillies. <laughs> yeah, baby. Mosephus living in the front yard. Mosephus. He likes sleeping out on top of the cars. I'm not going to pretend like I know this song. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we felt like that was a good song to come into today to switch it up a little bit, you know, from the nosebleeds. Vince is joining us via satellite from his apartment in Newtown Square. <laughs> no, uh, Joe, no. <laughs> He lives at Fox Chase and uh, Patrick. Oh, Jesus Christ. You're going to give out my exact location. Um, (laughs) Listen, man. We're doxing you. Listen, that's not necessarily a dox. If anybody would like to swat Vince, (laughs) listen. Here's his address. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Listen. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All all the things. Happy Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yep. Yep. I I don't don't leave anybody out. (laughs) Happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, Kanye just doesn't like <laughs> a certain group of people, and I don't know why. It's kind of weird, but, you know, let Kanye do whatever he's doing. <laughs> I welcome, mean, welcome, to t- welcome 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's a nice way to welcome us in. All right, I don't even want to break down the Cowboys game because that w- that happened so long ago. They yeah, it's totally it's, it's old news. It's, it's just doesn't, it doesn't let's matter. Instead, let's instead break down the shit show that I got to witness firsthand. Oh yeah, I, and some people are calling you the mush. That's what some, some people are saying. That I'm, I'm honestly so starting to feel that. Yeah, because I mean, there's no way they lose. Gardner Minshew, Minshew, be damned, whatever that fuck his name is. Um, you don't lose to the horrible New Orleans Saints with Andy Dalton, who made his debut in 1994, and in your house. They've you had, just, a, they've had a good couple past weeks. Yeah, dude, they have a, they have that's a, great they have a like. running back that that's throwing passes and ch- that's not a team you should you, you should lose to. But um, Taysom, well, don't, don't we have a running back that throws passes? Yeah, sometimes I guess. they have a fantastic defense. It depends I, on how you label them. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, their only bright spot honestly has been their defense and Chris Olave. They don't have Linville Orchards Lattimore. and, and Dominican Sue. Well, yeah, their defense. <laughs> oh, Gar- oh, by the way, offense, their only real bright spot has been Chris Olave. By the way, shout out to Lattimore who made a nice. Re- I didn't know he was a wide receiver, but Minshew just really just hit him perfectly. <laughs> right, right where he wanted. Right it. where he. I mean, and it was the most beautiful pass I've ever seen. So, and it was a great reception, perfect route in for the touchdown. Oh wait, that was a pick six, and Gardner Minshew is a freaking idiot. That like, was. I, I, this I is. This game was now – I've only been to a handful of Eagles game, like literally five or six. This is the second time I've seen a backup quarterback play and just absolutely shit the bed. The first time was Mark Sanchez back in like 2014 against the Cowboys. The Sanchez. So Vince really is the mush. The Sanchez. Holy shit. Now, was that a, Especially um, when it comes to backup QBs. You know what, Vince, you are never allowed to go to an Eagles game if a backup QB Gardner yeah. Minshew just stinks. No, I mean, he's going to – and I'm sick of the the, um, the talking heads in this city that are on the radio saying, hey, listen, he's going to be a – he's probably going to be a starter in the league next yeah, year. Yeah, he just threw that in the trash. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I mean, like, he had a chance to maybe somebody take a flyer on I him, mean, but. listen, I'm sitting – you're sitting there and you're watching this game. He was terrible in the pocket. He couldn't move. He refused to run. He missed – overthrew people, just missed flat out. The only throw he hit all day was the one to AJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every, I mean, every every other aspect of the game for Gardner Minshew was terrible. It's just it just kind of sucks that like the whole season is pretty much coming down to yeah. the the Giants game. And the I mean that sucks is that you actually have to play your starters this week. Yeah, too. you have to. I mean, I I don't yeah. know. Like I listened to the Sirianni presser today, and he was basically doing the whole gamesmanship thing, which didn't work against New Orleans last week. Didn't work the week before that against the Cowboys, where you know it just the gamesmanship thing is is weird, where he don't he won't give you a straight answer. But um, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. I know, but he's a little too overboard with it, and it doesn't work, frankly. It hasn't worked in months for the Eagles. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm not the biggest Sirianni guy, as you could tell. But, you know, he just annoys me. Um, By the way, he's a fraud. because like, Where's oh, this coming from? <laughs> no, I, what? Because I'm watching his press conference. and he, Oh, wait, the Colts game? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, true, true, no, 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 no. I thought we learned to not care about press conferences. I mean, dude, I try to get something when my franchise quarterback is literally like we don't know what the hell's happening with him. We we need him to start this. Seamus, why would he? Why would he tell us like other teams are watching? He could have been a little better, and 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 what he was trying to describe to us, like you have to be a little if, more transparent. If you're going to criticize Nick Sirianni for anything, can you please just criticize the game and not the fucking stupid press conference? Well, I just want Jalen to come back, and it's like. 
you know, he's being elusive about it, which I kind of get, but it's like, I, we, we know that he participated in a limited capacity today in the walkthrough. And we know that. all last week, too, pretty much. Yeah, so, I mean, like, hopefully that that's a sign that Jalen Hurts is going to be your starting quarterback because we need him so bad. And at least uh, CJGJ is going to come back and um, whatever the hell that Mr. Irrelevant, that Quinn, who's Robert horrible. Quinn, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I don't even, he's a waste of space on the roster. <laughs> and Josh Sweat seems to be all right. Yeah, I mean, I that, hope they don't play him. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm just happy he's like apparently all right. Well, yeah. Nick, Nick was saying earlier that like <clears throat> it's it's going to be like he's going to be evaluated in the next couple of days, and they'll see where they're at with him. But yeah, I mean, I I rather not start him if you don't have to. Uh, another another underratedly bad aspect of that game was the offensive line. They sucked. Yeah, they did. Especially that not even the not even protection penalties. Yeah, yeah, it was, they, it was the penalties, did. and I mean. The tough part, too, is, like, everybody was saying, like, well, are they just off with Minshew's cadence? It's like, well, they didn't have any issues with it last week. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. And Dallas, and Dallas said they had no problem with that. And you'd think it'd be harder there because, one, you might have to go on. I think they were on a silent count in Dallas. Yeah. Um, because, obviously, it's, like, louder. It's inside. It's a dome. But how does that really, like, how, if you were perfectly fine with it last week, what are you doing this yeah, week? Yeah, it's, 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 so it's not like he changed as, as a quarterback. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just weird. But, um. I mean, obviously, like, I don't know if you guys want to, like, break down the game or whatever. It was kind of a forgettable game. Yeah, um, not really. On, on all aspects, it was forgettable. Oh, Vince um, wants to forget about it immediately. That's why he drank so much during it. Yeah, and I'm so sorry, Vince, <laughs> that you had to witness that disaster. Well, I mean, uh, it just sucked because, like, the AJ touchdown happened, and, like, suddenly I, th- I convinced myself – I was like, you know, oh, this is going to be one of those games where they play horrible, but they end up winning in the end. Yeah, and I then they had a chance after that Gardner, play. Uh, listen, A.J. Brown said it himself after the game. Gardner made one look and went with that look on that last throw. He stared down A.J. Brown, who was being covered by one of the best, maybe a top five corner in the whole league. Yep. Yeah, no, it was, it was kind of a nightmare. But <laughs> it was kind of a nightmare. But... If you're looking forward, Vince, to uh, Sunday against the Giants, I'm I'm um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. As in, I'll preview it, but I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not happy. Yeah, I, I just think it's kind of a shame that like your season, your awesome season, which was a great start to the season, is going to come down to this. And honestly, I think if they lose and you go down to Tampa for 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 a game again for a rematch, I'm not sure they win. Oh, dude, it, there's no there's no Super Bowl run without the home field advantage. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you need, if they want to go to the Super Bowl, they have to win on Sunday, lock it up. And it's, what, their second or third opportunity um, to lock it up, it third would be? Straight, yeah. Third straight. So you got to get the job done. It's just absolutely crazy that's the position we find ourselves in. Yeah. It's crazy because I thought that the Dallas game wasn't going to mean anything. Like at one point in the season, like I didn't think it would mean it mean mm-hmm. anything, meaning like I mean, we still it, it need to win games. It didn't. But, to, but I thought that we would have had the division clinched by then. I'm getting nervous because I'm pretty sure I said on this podcast if we lost all three games, I would kill myself, and like I'm starting to sweat. Yeah, I mean, I mean, did you did you write it in blood or like what? Yeah, like I have a, I have a contract. You signed. You have a contract. Yeah. All right, so if Vince really made a contract in order to kill himself if the Eagles lose three in a row to end the season. Um, he's either got to come through or he has to like pay up. Yeah. Like the, the there's good, no like there will be I will sue him. Yeah. Either way, there's going to be blood. The good news a, is it'll be I a do, I do think the Giants are going to arrest their guys. I know a lot of people are going with this narrative. They, they're going to get arrested. Of, they're going to arrest their guys. Oh, I thought you I, said they're going to arrest their guys. I know a lot of people are going with the narrative of like, uh, oh, the Eagles screwed them a few years ago from getting in the playoffs, so they're going to go out for revenge. But like it's screwing the different. Eagles, it's a completely different team, by the way. Right. Plus, different plus screwing the there. Eagles only helps the Cowboys. So, like, yeah. either way, you're helping a division rival. Yeah. Um, what? Like, are you optimistic about Sunday, or uh, yeah, it, it all mean, depends on Jalen? Like, do you think we could beat the Giants without Jalen? You think we could yes. beat their backups? I think we should be able yeah, to. I mean, yeah, but are we going to do this whole song and dance? We just said this with the Saints. If yeah, Jalen doesn't uh, play, uh, I have no faith. If Gardner Minshew puts up 40 in Dallas, I'm pretty sure he could beat the uh, Giants backups. You know, I'm what just mean? saying. The Saints, the Saints oh, were yeah. trying. They were playing for for the playoffs. You know, they they were given they were given it their all. Were, yeah, if it's the backups, the are in right. desperation mode right now. No, they so yeah, like, absolutely. The Eagles weren't necessarily in desperation mode. Yeah, no. Um, the other thing too, I think, is I mean, if we're playing against their backups, it's a wash. But also, if you're playing against your backups and you do play Jalen. Mm. Get a big lead in the first half and then just pull them. And just pull them. And, and I, I saw John Barchard, who made an interesting point on Twitter today. He said, you could, you could 
start Gardner Minshew and have Jalen active yeah. as a QB too. But then he also went on to say, yeah, but you're risking injuring Jalen in a loss. Yeah, like so, it's just it. it's a tough situation to be in. But they they made this bed. Not Jalen's fault because I mean it is, but it isn't. He got injured. Injuries happen. But the Eagles didn't play well enough in his absence where, you know, you could give your starter that break, mm-hmm. which would have been nice to let Jalen rest and including the bye so he's all fresh for the playoffs. But it didn't end up like that and they need him. Yeah. It, it, it's kinda, it kind of – it is crazy though, like Vince said. Like it's kind of crazy to like think about like how the season started. This this whole season, it's, it's crazy that at one point we were like what, 8-1, and one? Not whatever we were, I forget, only 13 and one, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. and we had no cushion. Right. The whole yeah. season has been like, oh, the Eagles are the last undefeated team in the in the league, and they only have a one game lead in like the one seed. Well, I remember, um, I, I think it was maybe about a month ago now. You were kind of like sounded the alarm bells, like, listen, I'm not saying you know I'm upset with the season. Look at our record, but it's getting weird for the one seed right now. Yeah, I and got very upset right. after I got very upset after our first loss to the Commanders because I yep. said that was an extremely winnable game. And when you have such a slim lead for the one seed and in your division, you cannot drop winnable games. And that would have been the the difference maker, wouldn't it have been? If they yes. won that game, yeah. we would have had the one seed already. It yeah. would have been wrapped up. And, and that, the, that loss the, sticks out. At the time, everyone was like, oh, well, of course you want to stay undefeated. One loss isn't, gonna, isn't the end of the world. But, like, when you're that tightly contested, it's it, you want to win games that you have opportunities to win. Yeah. When you're talking about seeding, it's a different – it's not saying, oh, it's a bad season. You're, you're talking about your path to the Super Bowl exactly. being easy or difficult. This is not a normal year. In any other year, if you were, like, 12-1, and one, you'd usually have, like, a two- to three-game lead. Right. Yeah. No, it's just a it's a weird season in the NFL overall. Yeah. Um, and I think we do obviously have to address the biggest story in the world right now. Um, but there, that Monday night game, it, it was just it was horrifying. It was, it was horrifying to watch. Yeah. We we were all watching it. Um, not together, obviously, but just like texting in group chats about it. It was well, the whole the whole world was, was watching. An, I mean, this was such an the highly anticipated game. Yeah, it, it was such like it was such a great matchup. ESPN Monday night game, like the whole thing. And then uh, that that was the most brutal thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. I mean, that was probably the craziest moment in sports, like maybe ever. Yeah, it's it just like you, you see like all the cliches, like what people are saying right now in, in these in, in these times like people do. But it really does put like sports into perspective mm-hmm. and like life into perspective. Because, like, we do, and, and again, cliche, but we do look at these guys like they're, like, literal, like, robots. Like, yeah. that that's, we, yeah. you know, they're our fantasy players or whatever. Like, we don't we look see at them. them. Numbers. Yeah. And for that for that to happen, a life and death, not an ACL, not an arm, not, not a hamstring, but literally, this man's heart stopped mm-hmm. on the field in the middle of the game. And yeah. thank God for those healthcare workers that were there the EMS and everything else who worked to save his life and and revived him and now he has a chance a chance to survive because of them it's just it's horrible i feel yeah. so bad for him to learn about him like as a as a humanitarian the humanitarian that he is like all around good guy mm-hmm. um PA guy pit guy i know he's close with Miles Sanders and somebody else on the Eagles uh he's boys with like Miles and like one other guy i forget um but I saw Shady McCoy tweet about him earlier yeah, today too, because fellow yeah. pick guy. But I mean, dude, Demar Hamlin, man, we're we're sending our best to him and his family. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even imagine. I think about his like his poor mom, like who, she was there. Yeah. Like thank God she was there because so she could be with him. But it was. Uh, can you imagine that like happening to your kid? No, no, not in the slightest. I mean, obviously we don't have kids, but like no, I just but can't even <coughs> imagine that happening to like a, a sibling. Yeah, anything like somebody close to you in your life like that is just insanity. Yeah, but dude, just to like just to watch that happen in real time. Yeah, right in front of you, dude. It was horrible. I have a couple uh, real quick, a couple fuck yous to give out on this topic because they're needed. So I'll go first. The NFL, uh, they told the teams that they had. Yeah, they had five minutes to warm up and get back out there and play, and it was on the coaches, uh, Sean McDermott and Zach Taylor, to tell the refs basically we're not, they're not going back out there. So 
Fuck the NFL for that. Uh, number two, there's a couple different talking heads, and I know Skip Bayless is the one that everyone's going towards, and I'm sure we'll talk about him. But uh, my second fuck you is towards Bart Scott from ESPN, who uh, has basically is blaming T. Higgins. And uh, this, I, I, Vince, I didn't even see that man. Yeah, that uh, that fu- he really came out, and he said in the clip that T. Higgins lowered T. Higgins his helmet. Lowered his oh helmet. my god! What Which, by the way, by the way, T. Higgins did not lower his helmet. It was a clean no. hit with his shoulder clean, pads. It was unfortunate. It was a clean routine hit. That so, fuck just, you to that guy and anyone else that blames T. Higgins. And my last and my last fuck you is to anyone that is using this moment as a political moment to be like, oh, was it the vaccine? Was he vaccinated? Just awful people. Those people are the biggest mongrels, pieces of shit in the world at the moment. Uh, The one thing that that really struck me was that even Nick Adams, the alpha male guy, even he literally tweeted, don't make this into a political thing. Somebody almost just died. That, that's how and you know. I was know like, what it's... the fuck is happening? Yeah, the and I mean, guy, or the most the most nonsensible guy just made an extremely sensible point. It's what just, it's fuck, just, like, it's just it's dangerous scary. because, like, last night you have Tucker Carlson going on the most watched mm. news program in the whole country and spreading this lie about how it was could have it could have been the vaccine or maybe it was the vaccine. It's just that whole thing is bullshit. It's disgusting, and they need to fucking stop. I agree with you, but I will say this, and there's a lot of neg- negative stuff around this, like including the, you know, everything you just mentioned, that's true, that's going on. But I think one of the positives that it, that is coming out of this is you see people from all across the world, not just the U.S., all across the world, reaching out on social media, pray pray for him. Yeah, I mean, his, his GoFundMe for a toy drive is up to $4 million now, so no, there's definitely... Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's not all... His goal was 2500 I believe. So yeah, it's not all negative. There have been some positives. I mean, I, but, like, I was moved per- personally by just seeing the outpouring of love that is being shown towards him in this in this situation and his family. Yeah. The, by the way, big shout-out to the Bengals organization, too, because... And, and, and McDermott, too, because... Those two guys, what's the Bengals coach's name? I forget his name. Zach Zach Taylor. Those two guys, like, in that situation where you literally have zero experience, like, unprecedented unprecedented situation, Mm -hmm. the way those two guys handled it, and, and I mean, just unbelievable in a time of literal horror. I mean, that was a horrifying, tragic moment that is going on there. And Mm -hmm. I I, I just think those guys did such a great job at bringing their team together. Yeah. One more thing. Taylor literally came out and said in his press conference at practice, he said, I went over to Sean, and the first thing he said to me is, I need to be in the hospital with him. Yeah. So we need to call this. Wow. And Zach right away was like, yeah, let's do it. It's unbelievable. So, I mean, it's just it's great to see how much they care about their players. Yeah, I mean, it would just be completely dangerous to let the players out there because – in a game like football, you have to be on the field mentally and physically, and there's no way anyone on the Bills, at least, would be able to be there mentally while their teammate is possibly dying. And, and that that just makes me sick. And R- Roger Goodell is – we know that he's a fraud. We know that he is the owner's little puppet because, I mean, that's what commissioners He doesn't are. care about player safety. They when don't have you care ever about seen player him, safety. When have you ever seen him on, on the forefront taking the – Taking those those calls, addressing the community, addressing the NFL, addressing his franchises. When do you ever see his face? Instead, he sends his little minion. What the hell is his name, Taylor? That's what the, I'm, I'm trying to look for. That guy's the, name. The right second now. line, the, uh, the the president of football operations, Troy what, Vincent. Troy Vincent. He sent in Troy Vincent, who's a, who's a liar anyway. Yeah, uh, I mean that was complete. I was literally just about to bring that up. Like, yeah, that was it's, complete bullshit. It, it, he was like, sick. oh yeah, no, no, no. We didn't. We never put that out there. And it's like yeah. right in the clip. Joe Buck says. The NFL has just phoned it in, blah, 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 that they're going to do the five minutes. Like, dude. And Troy Vincent, <laughs> Troy Vincent owes Joe Buck and ESPN an apology because what Troy Vincent's doing is insinuating that they just made that up, yeah. which is not true. We know that it came from the league. We know that Joe Buck has been a professional announcer for God knows yeah, how long. Just do that. He, I mean, he is the consummate pro. He would I'll, not just report false information. And he I'll verifies his some. I'll give ESPN some props, too, because I, I know that it's like – Everyone, even we were like, kind of like, oh, booger, like, but I feel like they actually did the best that they could think, with that I situation. Think, in, in retrospect, the, booger was phenomenal. The yeah. only thing I'm going to get on ESPN for and any other network for is uh, 
constantly showing the player reactions. Yeah. Like, there's no need for that. It's a raw moment. Like, imagine if one of your coworkers died at work and someone is shoving a camera in your face, or or like even had a stroke or maybe died. Like, yeah. and and you have a camera in your face and they keep replaying and playing your reaction for everyone in the country to see. Well, I still think it's immoral for them to like even when somebody like tears an ACL or, or twists their ankle up pretty bad. Like people, people say, "Hey, listen, stop showing that. We don't want to see that." This man's heart stopped. Yeah. He he died, and they're going to keep showing this and the players' reactions and everything else. A traumatizing event that, and you know what it is? It's like people they they think people want to see that shit. Like they think that it's good for ratings. That's why they do it. And it's kind of like taking advantage of a of a tragedy of a tragic situation. And honestly, man, like I know it's all about Demar right now, and it's sh- and and it should be, but I'm thinking about all those players, his teammates, and the opposition included. Like, dude, how are they even going to play on Sunday, yeah. which they're scheduled to? I I have no idea yeah. how how I could do it. And don't bring up money. Don't bring up that's their job. This is a traumatizing event that none of those guys have ever witnessed before in their entire lives. They've yeah, and I mean anything. I like was. It. I was listening to the Kelsey brothers podcast today. They released like a short episode regarding everything that's happened. And like, you can tell that this is going to affect everyone league wide, even if it has nothing to do with the bills. The first play, yeah. the first play on Saturday is going to be, it, it's going to be pretty in, insane. And it's going to be, for me, it's going to be kind of cringe, cringe, cringe worthy to watch. Like, I don't even know if I'm ready for football. Like, yeah, and per- personally, because that's this, how like this has been a very bad year for the NFL as far as their whole player safety bullshit. Because first of all, they act like they care about player safety, but then they vote for another game. Um, and then like on top of that, you have Tua Tua's incident, and now this multiple yeah, yeah multiple incidents with Tua, and now this and and plus the whole they tried to get them to go back out there and play the game. Yeah. yeah, it's it's well, I mean, they're showing their true colors. Um, there, there is there have been backlash. There has been backlash, I should say, against the NFL for the way they for the way they handle things like this, especially player safety. Football's got to die off at some point. Right. But but now I think it's a little more known that, hey, listen, look at how immoral these guys are. They just care about money at the end of the day. That's all they care about. They don't care about player safety. You had Joe Biden get asked. I don't know why they asked him, I guess, because it's such a national story. So they asked Joe Biden about it, and he basically was asked, like, do you think football is getting too dangerous? He goes, no. Um, like, they have new helmets now and uh, concussion protocol. I'm like, yeah, but they don't follow concussion protocol. And he who, mean, who among us is going to – Yeah, Oh, yeah, that's true. He, he's probably in their pockets. Are, are any of you guys going to let your kids, you know, if you have kids when they play football? Because I'm not. No. no. I think no. Mr. and Mrs. O'Leary – well, it was really Mrs. O'Leary, right? Yeah. She made that decision. This I think, season I think alone – she made a good decision. This season alone, you have someone potentially, hopefully not, dying on the field. And the, like, two of videos where he's on the ground, like, convulsing and his fingers are twisting. And, and Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles. The, the thing, though, the, the, the strange thing about this situation, though, Vince, is the injury itself that uh, DeMar suffered from is such, like, a rare event if it is what some doctors have been speculating that it is. Um, like you have to get hit in the chest at the perfect time. Yeah. It's got to be a perfect storm no, yeah. because it has something to do with like the, the rhythm of your heart. Like yes. it has to be pumping in or pumping out and has to be a direct shot at the perfect speed. So is there anything the NFL can do to prevent something like that? No, no. I, I don't think there is. Um, there could be a, a better chest protector, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know for a fact these guys, they don't like to wear pads. They want less pads. Most mm-hmm. of them, do you see it every year? There's less and less padding, it seems like. But I think after something like this, the league has to try to do something. We know they won't. Um, but as far as this situation, though, Vince, like, I'm not sure if there was anything else they could have done to protect him. But I think no, the, rea- I- the, the reaction to the whole thing was bizarre. And also, it's still a bad look if, if it's the NFL's fault or not because of their history this season. With Tua and now this situation, some guy's heart stopping on the field. It is a bad look, but I don't know, man. It's it's just it's kind of terrifying, dude. Like I just I I I don't see how the Bills take the field until they like know this. You know, Hamlin is all right. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think they will. I mean, what about what about Diggs going right to the, he Ubered from the stadium to the mm-hmm. hospital and he walked right in and he wasn't allowed in at first because you know the the guy didn't know who he was, I guess. But he said, that's my teammate. I have to be in there. 
with him. So it's like, dude, these guys are not like they're not ready to play football. They can't be. It's literally impossible. I've yeah. never seen Josh Allen like did, did you ever see anyone's face like that? Like, dude, he was just like absolutely horrified. Yeah. I mean, so, like, so how do you take the field? Like, what six days later, not knowing what's going on? Now, if there's updates with Demar and like it's a he's a little more out of the woods, or you get a better news, maybe. But still, I I don't know how they do it if it's still unknown. It was just it's shocking for players because you know like like uh, Jason Kelsey said on the podcast today they're used to seeing guys you know get the wind knocked out of them or guys be down but we're talking about a guy who got CPR for nine minutes. Yeah, I mean, what you use like the word CPR? I mean, that, yeah, that's that, that's how you. By the way, that's how you end the game. They were going. That's what pisses me off about the NFL. They wanted. They had every intent to finish that game mm-hmm. after a man's heart stopped on the field and they revived him on the field. They, they were ready to play football. Like, how, how – and I know money, money, money. I know that. But how immoral can you can, can you get? It's like – Nothing surprises me, honestly, with them. It's just – it's insane. It's just like, like, five minutes didn't come out of nowhere. You know that came from New yeah, York? Yeah, 100%. Came from Goodell. It's the normal protocol. It's the normal protocol for an unprecedented event. Well, this, I'm just saying that's just the default protocol. I'm just saying. like And, and people said, remember that – um, that p- the um, I think it was a Chiefs player who was involved in like a um, murder suicide. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Taylor? The uh, ch- I th- I, it was either the Chiefs or Washington. A retired player? Yeah. Well, yeah, he killed himself. No, like retired, like he wasn't active when it happened. No, I, I'm pretty sure he was on the active <laughs> roster. No, then I don't know. Yeah, he was on the active roster, and it wasn't that long ago. I think it was 2012. He like went crazy and like killed his girlfriend. Then drove to the facility, drove to the stadium, was tried to w- was stopped by the GM and the head coach, and he blew his brains out. I need and to they Google played, this. They played the next day. Oh, I'm pretty I, sure it was Kansas City, Vince. I think it, I know a Saints player that did something similar. I yeah, think that's. It. But the, the really tragic part about that, and they played the next day. That's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, like, yeah. Jovan jo Belcher. Yes, yes, Chief that's in Kansas City, right? Yes, Kansas City. Yeah, that that is an absolute crazy story, and they found out that he was suffering from CTE. And like, like they, they, it's just like, but they no, play it the next day. People are not going to want to play football in the future. I know that it's like, oh, he, it just so happened to be the perfect time. There was nothing they could have done. And like, I know the football has always been the way it is now, but like, I don't see how people are going to consistently make, want their kids to play a sport where like, they know they could die on the field or like all this shit. Like, it's just. I, I think bad. there's I think there's always going to be football players because number yeah. number one everybody like a lot of people obviously love football and but it's also a way to get out of bad situations and and a it's a way to get rich pretty yeah. fast if you're talented enough you'll get paid you'll you'll get paid like you know life changing money it's a way to get an education I don't listen I don't think this is going to happen I don't think this is going to change until like twenty years yeah no but I I just foresee I that I just foresee football always being around and I think that they're going to take these these injuries are going to get worse the brain damage is going to get worse and worse they're going to find more out about CTE and probably mm-hmm. find other diseases too and they're working on that to figure out what what actually goes on with these guys after they retire um but listen I think that love for the game is always going to be here it is it is ba- it is literally a huge part of this country it's a big part of like bringing people together, mm-hmm. of culture. Like everyone, like imagine Philadelphia without the Eagles. You can't, you can't. You know what I mean? Like nah, it's yeah. so, like it's such a huge part. It's of just culture. who we are. Yeah. And I don't think the people would allow it to go away, honestly. And plus, they're making way too much money. My question like, is just that, like, who is going to play the sport? Well, like I said, I mean, there's, there's always going to be someone. Too many people that need that as a way to get out of a bad But like if you're a really if you're a really great athlete, why not just go play basketball? No, I I understand. Yeah, might I not have that, the body type. You also yeah, you have to be 6 foot plus to play basketball pretty much if if not 6 5 plus at this point. But it's crazy. Like, a lot of these guys that that are NFL players, like they part of the reason why they like playing is because it's dangerous. And yeah, and they get a rush they rush. get a rush from it yeah. and and that's they they always played football. That's that's who they are. I mean, adrenaline junkie, that's one thing. It's like people that's that's just you're yeah, do adrenaline. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I I just don't think you could be doing a lot more dangerous shit than that. Yeah, adrenaline junkie. Yeah, still. I mean, look what happened to Roy Holiday. That literally came out that he was an adrenaline junkie, yeah. and that's why he want he liked to fly planes and yeah. shit and do like tricks with the planes. So yeah, I mean that that's also a thing too. But I I don't know, man. Like 
I mean, the biggest thing, and I think a big reason why you're seeing a lot more injuries in today's NFL is just because the talent level has gone up immensely over the past probably 15 to 20 years. Yeah. Like, you have <clears throat> so much better ways of kids training from a younger age, and they just become... People are bigger and stronger, yeah. man. People yeah, are and bigger and, and stronger now. too. Like, humans are, in general, I mean, it sounds fucking weird for me to say this, but humans in general are evolving. Yes. Becoming bigger, becoming taller, like... Fucking half the younger generation is like six five now. Yeah, I know, like, dude. So I must have missed out that. on that. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> missed out on that one. But um, as far as the NFL going anywhere, I understand what you're saying, Vince. Like, I would never allow my children to play uh, football at this point. I've just seen way too many injuries. I, remember, I don't want. I remember, dude. I remember in CYO, like eighth grade football. Like, I was a lineman. I got hit in the head like all the time, and I always saw stars. I just thought yeah. that was normal. I don't want anyone listening to this think that I'm like being like a softy or I'm calling for the end of the NFL. I'm just saying I foresee at some point, maybe 20, 30 years down the line, enough people are going to be like, I don't want my kids playing football and no one's playing it. That's fair. No, I, I, now I I understand where you're coming from, but I I I just don't, I just don't think that's going to, I don't think that'll happen. Um, I I think what they're going to try to do is they're going to put Mickey mouse rules in like, and label them as safety rules, and in reality, it's not going to help at all. And I think that's it'll just save how face until it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, th- that's just what the NFL does. They just keep carrying on despite tragedies happening, and they don't they don't think it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, obviously, all of our prayers are with Demar, and or thoughts or whatever, whatever you do, um, are with Demar, because it, it's I don't even know. Like, dude, I tried to like rewatch it and stuff because I was like, dude. <sighs> Because I was like, dude, what the fuck? Because that's such like a freak thing, man, and on a national audience. It's, it's I don't know. It's horrible. Uh, like, I've never seen anything like that before. No one has. But people are talking about um, the basketball player that died on the court. Taylor, what was his name? Uh, The college player that had, like, a heart attack? Yeah. Like, people are talking about him a lot. It's like, but it's it's so rare. Yeah, man. I mean, the first thing it reminded me of was uh, Ryan Gilliard at prep. Yeah, because I was a kid I went to grade school with, and it was like he was. It was literally in the middle of the summer during practice, and he had a he he had a pre-existing heart condition that nobody knew about, but he literally just collapsed in the middle of practice, and that was it. And that was dead, it. Dead right on the pitch, right there. Yeah. Uh, um, Hank Gathers. Hank Gathers. Yeah. I uh, remember the coach played like a super high up tempo offense, and the kid just ended up having a heart attack in the middle of the game. That's uh, that's so crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, it's so insane. Like, when you see stuff like that happen, like, I remember, um, I don't remember, because I think it was like a year or two before I was born. It might have been longer than that. Um, but there was an umpire named John McSherry who was working as the home plate umpire opening day and literally dropped dead. Literally dropped dead. Major League Baseball canceled that game right away. And, and that that is an umpire. So, I mean, the NFL is just... A disgrace. Yeah, you know what happened if that happened in an NFL game? They'd have one of the uh, auxiliary judges. Come oh yeah, they would. They, <laughs> right would, they would come out of the booth, <laughs> or, or or the retired guy that's always on the air with Joe Buck. That no, no, is no, they the have they have auxiliary referees always on the side. Yes, just in case somebody gets injured. Well, they they would definitely utilize <laughs> they would that. Just, they would just plug him right in and get that guy out of the if, field. If somebody Not like a died, doubt in my mind. No, yeah. there's no doubt, no doubt in the world. Um, but yeah, uh, dude, that I don't even know how to move on from that. It's because it's so like. It's just I don't know. I don't it's, even know how to bizarre. I don't know how to talk about it e- either. It's it's devastating. Like I'm yeah. I'm just really sad about it. Mm-hmm. And um I think the whole country is. But yeah. we're we're definitely pulling for them. Um this is a weird um uh, turn <laughs> of events because I'm gonna bring up something. Well we were just talking about umpires in baseball. Yeah, so <laughs> that kinda made me think of like uh the Phillies uh signing a free agent. Taylor Taylor, did you hear? What? <laughs> the Phillies signed a free agent. He's the active Major League Baseball saves leader. His name's Craig Kimbrell. Never heard of him. He's pretty washed right now. Yeah, I've never heard of him. Yeah, so uh, listen, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I trust Dave Dombrowski. <laughs> was he in the MLB in 2012? Yes. He was. In 2012, probably, yeah. He's been around forever. Okay. Yeah, he's years. the... He's, he's the, he was leads. that when you stopped paying yeah. attention? I was going to say that if if he was, that's uh, about where my he, radar. He's the is. he's the Braves all time. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a Braves leader. guy for years. Yeah, I don't think I watched a lot of Braves games. Nah, you're more of a uh, real quick, b- b- real quick. Before we move on to uh, baseball and Phillies, shout out to uh, Jason Kelsey and the Eagles because I'm reading just now that they are launching a new social justice campaign uh, with the goal of reducing gun violence in Philly. They are uh, donating 40, 400 and 
$400,000 to nine local nonprofit organizations that target violence prevention and financial education. And Jason Kelsey was quoted saying a lot of gun violence is directly correlated with poverty. And I think you can address both. So shout out to them. Yeah, that's very that's very good. And and you've heard Jalen Hurts talk a lot about the gun violence in the city, and now he wants to be a part of the change. So um, and I'm all, I'm, gl- I'm very close, glad to it's hear close to like a lot of those guys' hearts. I'm I'm just very glad to hear Jason Kelsey acknowledging the fact that is a lot of the gun violence is directly tied to poverty in the city. So mm-hmm. yeah, which they could call it representatives. Yeah, well, you know, you you know you know who I call when when there's problems in the city, the Eagles. Because the Eagles are there more than more than our government yeah, officials are. Let's have the professional players bail out a <laughs> fucking epidemic in the city. Who, who do you trust more with um <laughs> with like just like the city the city's tax dollars? Mayor <sighs> Nutter or uh, or Kenny? Oh, Mayor Nutter for sure. Uh, he's running again apparently. <laughs> I by the way, I dude, I that. got so I excited. I can't wait until uh, he was the, horrible. I can't wait. But dude, when there's <laughs> w- when it snows out, he gets on that megaphone. And he's like, shovel, shovel your house now and stop annoying your neighbors. But he went to prep. Yeah. He, he's a prepsman. Him and Kenny. Yeah, and oh boy, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I was talking to. Um, never Sorry, mind. the OG Philly fanatic did too. So. That's true. So Vince, um, thoughts on Craig Kimbrell? I mean, I genuinely <laughs> don't know because he doesn't like, care. <laughs> no, it's just that like he's been bad, but like I yeah. know that overall <laughs> he's good. No, but the why did you bring this up? James goes back and goes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the weird thing is, like, people, you don't even care. <laughs> people said he was washed last season. <laughs> you don't. Care. But he had a he, no. He had like a three point two five ERA. That's considered washed for him because he's so good. Yeah, but if you're a closer, you don't want a fucking ERA above three. <laughs> Dude, his walk-in music is "Let It Go." Let it go. That's his walk-in music. Oh, I hate oh. that. Pat, oh, dude, it's way better than da 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 How much does Seamus actually care about the signing? A lot. Really? Yeah. I mean, listen, you know. He's he's secretly No, I don't know. I think he's secretly angry about it, but he wants to trust on Brasley. Well, dude, here's the problem. I wanted the Phillies to get Craig Kimbrell like seven years ago. Yeah, I know. Like seriously. No, I agree. I've been wanting this guy. He was like the Brian Wilson. got Al Horford seven years ago. Dude, it's the same thing. Like I This is like them bringing in This is like them bringing in Jose Batista. Oh, dude, that's another thing. Dude, when Or jury's familiar. Oh my god. It's like these guys were great at one time. But now they're not. Or like Taewon Walker. Or, uh, please. <laughs> Wait, God, so I'm hoping that he is not a nightmare. I, Dombrowski. I have a feeling he's going to be, though. Dombrowski is Glenn Rivers? No, I mean, I would no, go. No, no, that's Rob Thompson. Yeah. Rob Thompson is. No, Glenn don't. No, don't no, no, bring oh, Depending on terms of players that were good like yeah. eight years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but at least Dombrowski also signed Trey Turner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He's in his 30s. So I don't know. <laughs> James Harden. Signed him for eleven years. Yeah, James Harden. Know. All right, so what? James Harden. Like Forty-five. James Harden is having a career year right now. Not a career year, no, but he's. he's ha- I know that. I know, but he's having a. He's having a nice. <laughs> he's having a nice year. Okay. In terms of assists, oh, he is. God. He's having a nice year. <laughs> he's better than what he would what, what he could have been. You know what? He's <laughs> he's better. Bro, I don't shame us. Kyrie and KD and <laughs> fucking averaging like seventeen assists tonight. Yeah, all of a sudden the Nets are fucking juggernauts. <laughs> he's kicking oh himself. <laughs> Dude, I I I I can't do this show today. And we gave them the one thing they needed: defense. Oh my God! Ben he wa- Simmons he goes is a ben monster Simmons. in that. System. Oh my God! Stop! They won the trade with their Ben Simmons. <laughs> they I ra- won the trade. I rather have- if we don't they win won the trade. If we don't win a chip, they won the trade. <laughs> what if they don't win a chip? I love sitting back and slowly <laughs> watching the chat realize like how right I've been. Um, I wouldn't go what there yet. Right I, I wouldn't go there yet. The fact that they will never achieve anything. Oh yeah. No, I I, I just true. I'm out. So trade Joel Vince, and and only not only well, he will doesn't, he, he doesn't not play anymore anyway. So. Not only will the Sixers not achieve anything because made probably of their coach, their dumbass idiot coach who's like the biggest mush in the world, also guaranteed an Eagles Super Bowl appearance, so he can go Ooh. fuck himself. Doc Rivers, when his his presser on I think it was Wednesday, he comes in, he goes, they asked him something about the Eagles and injuries, and he's like. Oh, don't worry about it. I guarantee you a Super Bowl. Oh. And he said, I guarantee, guarantee it like twice. He guaranteed I like, it. I was like, oh, knife, no. We're, there's no way not, we're winning the Super going, Bowl. We're not even making the Super Bowl this year now. No. Oh, by we're, the losing, way, we're losing in the first round. We're not even making the second round. By the way, Montrez We're going to lose on Sunday, and then we're going to fucking lose against fucking Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. Montrez Harrell uh, has 12 points. Yeah, he doesn't miss a shot. Uh, James Harden has 16. Harrell. They're up 66-61 at the half. 
16, two rebounds, six assists for James Harden. Um, Tower, keep talking. Keep talking that smack over there, buddy boy. Keep talking. The, the, Nets, are, the Nets are on a 13-game winning streak. I, I don't, we had an eight-game winning streak. Who cares? It's early in the season. They're going to fall down to earth. That's, I'm telling you. It's, it's getting Nets. into not early in the season territory. So, I yeah. know. <laughs> Somebody's going to tear their ACL. Okay? One of those Oh, my guys. God. You, you watch a Nets game, and you tell me that's not going to destroy the Sixers. If, the Kevin, if Kevin Durant gets hurt, they're done. Joel and B. Like Sixers what? Actually, do match up very well with the Nets. I think they do too. I think in we, a seven-game series, I think we. Win I, I think we like beat we beat their ass. In, the uh, likelihood that Joel and B gets hurt is pretty much on par with the likelihood that Kevin Durant gets hurt and okay. Kyrie. That's fair. But at least Harden. Well, no, Kyrie not hurt. Kyrie maybe like he'll get into some weird no, political dude, situation. Hurt it like the same. Club. Kyrie's gonna join. Ky- a, Kyrie's gonna join a terrorist <laughs> organization. Dude, he's gonna find wherever Kanye's been. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I could see Kyrie like like plotting to do something bad. He blows up the Barclays Center. When <laughs> Can you imagine? He walks in with a bomb in his stomach. <laughs> he kills I, the entire Nets. Team. Kyrie went. It was the, it was at that point where he went too far. The, he sh- they should have shipped him to Europe or something. There's free thinkers over there. Let him free think in Europe. <laughs> he's ruining the league. I thought he ruined the Nets, but he's helping them. Well, Jonathan Isaac, you know, he's a he's a pretty. They should have shipped him to Orlando. Him and Jonathan Isaac would have been balling out. Oh, you know, man. fun fact about Jonathan Isaac, he hasn't played at the NBA since he was 21. He is now 29 years old, and he's still on an NBA contract. Dude, that's actually that's actually oh, insane, yeah. dude. That's crazy. <laughs> All he does now is just go on book tours for his like. Extremely oh, no. awful right wing books. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty cool though. It's you know? hysterical, honestly. Hell of a lane. What a fall <laughs> for from, him. What a fall from grace. Yeah. So all that to tell you, Kimbrel, I don't know what, what, how they're going to use him. I don't know if they're using him <laughs> in the seventh inning, eighth inning. What's Kim, what's Craig Kimbrel's politics? Any chance? That's probably not good. Did you look he at plays, him? Wait, yeah, who's, he plays baseball. Who's got the worst politics in this Phillies locker room? Maybe Bryce Harper. Really? May- maybe. Yeah, probably he's a Mormon. Schwarbs. I mean, Schwarbs has a. Uh, oh, I could nah, see Schwarbs. Nah, Schwarbs. I feel like you know. I don't know. He's man. a little. You know. Did you ever see his? Did you ever see his charities? <laughs> Go ahead. It's like all police stuff, which is good. Like that's fine, but you know. Eh, no, it's not. You don't have to sugarcoat it. No, yeah, they make enough. They make it. Good. They make enough money. No, but also the firefighters get get help too. That's good. Like. Yeah, that's good. Firefighters uh, deserve all the respect. We in the like world. that thin, that thin red line, baby. Yeah, we're we're big fans so, of that. So, whose politics are bad on the Phillies? Let, let's 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 go. It would be a shorter here. list. Say whose politics are good. Brandon Marsh's are definitely good. You think because so? He was a huge fucking pothead in college. Yeah, he's got the vibes too, and yeah. he and he puts oil. He puts oil on his Reese hair. Hoskins, let's go, Brandon. Great politics because his wife. Well, no, yes, I know. Yeah. you know it's right too. You probably. know it's right. Yeah, he lives. You know he probably has the best politics. Him and Stubbs probably have the best politics on that entire. Oh, I don't know about Stubbs, bro. He picked. He helped pick Dancing on My Own. Yeah, that's true. Okay, all right. So um, let's go to the ca- JT. I'm worried about. Well, JT. Oh, yeah. oh come he's on, worried. JT. He's anti vax. <laughs> JT. I'm a little are there, concerned. Are there any Cubans on the team? Uh, there's a guy named Coonrod on the team, and that should go to tell you his politics. <laughs> I think he's, you know. What do you, you mean know. by that? Uh, dude, his name's Sam Coonrod. Is that not the whitest, like, ickiest name you've ever heard in your entire life? Connor Brogdon worries me too. Oh, he's definitely, yeah. yeah he's Alvarado, I don't know. Nolo, what know. about he's, incoming he's Philly Trey Turner? <laughs> Trey Turner is like best friends with Harper, yeah. probably right wing. Also <laughs> but, a billionaire. He has been out in Cali for a little while. Yeah, maybe it changed know. him. You never know. Who's, yeah. who's got better politics, Carson Wentz or Bryce Harper? <laughs> Bryce probably Harper. Carson Wentz, honestly. You think so? <laughs> Didn't Wentz like force uh, back? Bryce Harper is a Mormon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah, he believes they in like the magic underwear. Worst. Dude, did you, you see the Wentz isn't a Mormon? Did, did you see the shoes Carson oh, Wentz God. had made for his family for Christmas? <laughs> yes. yes. That in and of itself is the worst thing ever. Yeah, that's horrible. By the way, he got benched. I feel like we should mention that oh, for the yeah. for what I mean, the, Sam Howell, baby. Let's the, fucking got, the third time. Carson, went, Carson Wentz got benched for what? Like the third time this season? Yeah, yeah, it's the third time. He's done. Commander's country. He's Let's done. Ride. Like he's not he's not a backup. He's like he's done done. Like somebody, after this season, he's done. Yeah, he'll probably be a backup somewhere. I don't know. Somebody, yeah. somebody's taking a flyer on him. I think he'll be Minshew's backup. If the, no, no, I don't know. He's gonna go to Tampa Bay. Panthers? He's gonna go to Tampa yeah. Bay. Uh I think maybe Carson Wentz gets a shot on a team if like they invent a new team and they need a quarterback. <laughs> the XFL, yeah. Can we can uh, we also I, I, I think he's done. Can we also talk about how funny it is that the Commanders unveiled their new uh mascot and it's a hog and it's very funny just because like their nickname is the commies and like it's you know commie pigs. <laughs> you communist pigs. 
Wait, what? They should have just gone with the hogs or the pigskins. Red dude. hogs. Wait, the yeah. communist pigs? What is that? No, no I'm just saying, like, just no, people always say, like, oh, you fuck. me pigs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You, what, you know? Yes, that was a thing. Really? Yeah. Yes. No, dude, I wasn't around in the 1800s. Yeah, but you, this is like the 1950s. All right, dude, like, dude, what do you think? I know, I know. Uh, you love the 1950s. Yeah, what? You You're think a I... fucking boomer. You should know all of this stuff. The 70s movies and shit, like Hollywood was run by the communists, the Red Scare. No, I know the Red You said a pig. Yeah, commie, yeah, commie pigs. pigs. That's not a thing. Yes, it is. All right, is that this a thing? 610-731-471137. Uh, Colin, are the communist pigs a real thing? All right, real quick. Where's politics, Carson Wentz or uh, Riley Cooper? <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. That's a hard one. They're pretty much the same person. Well, Riley Cooper is on film saying a racial <laughs> slur. So I don't, I, you know, I, I've never heard Wentz say a racial slur. At a slur. Kenny Chesney concert. At a Kenny Chesney concert. So is that why he played him? <laughs> oh, boy. Th- this this has come full circle. No, I wanted We've to. got Seamus cornered now. <laughs> I wanted to play a song that Pat likes because if I was going to ask Vince what he liked, but it would probably be something that I don't Little like. Keen. Yeah, it would probably be Little Keen. <laughs> or whatever the hell his name is. Little Keed. Akeem Olajuwon's a rapper now. No, I don't know, dude. Like, listen, listen. I tried to get into Vince's music. I can't do it. I, I just, you I, did. you like the albums? No, no, but yeah, but because you sent me good ones. Like, if I listen to your everyday music, you I don't like. Gar- you don't like Baby Keem? No, I don't even know who that is, dude. All I know is that he died from. That's like, not some- dead. Oh, who died? That was a different one. Seamus, <laughs> <laughs> Seamus, ready? I'm gonna say it slowly. There's Baby Keem, who is alive and well, and Baby there's Keem's little. Alive. There's Lil Keed who is dead. What the, what the hell is a Keed? K E E D. What is that? He's a little kid. I don't know. Keed. Why? Why not spell K K I I D? That's boring. All right. Uh, all right, man. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, Vince. Um, but I, I just can't get into it. I know Eric's devastated by his loss. <laughs> though, so. Thoughts and prayers. By the way, Eric has COVID, and we want to wish him a speedy recovery. <laughs> Bro, that's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> and, and by the way, Vince probably has it too because he got it New Year's and he was with all those people. So thank God you didn't come today. What are, What are you doing right now? I'm just exposing you. Just being reckless. Just being reckless. I'm feeling a little reckless today. All right, thanks, Vince. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Vince is enthused. Like all I wanted to do was talk about Craig Kimbrell and the, and the signing and where he could potentially pitch out of the bullpen. And then Taylor goes, "Well, what the, what are the <laughs> politics of?" Uh, oh, you love that, Sir Anthony. <laughs> you love that. Right, oh, get, I do get, wonder what the Sir Anthony politics are. It's though. probably weird. Yeah, he seems like a weird guy. Like I love him, but he just something seems he's weird. A libertarian. Yeah, prob- he's probably like a Ron <laughs> Paul guy. Woods, yeah, yeah. <laughs> him and Minshew <laughs> hang out in the van all summer. <laughs> he's the president of the Libertarians and the Dominican. That, that's what anarcho-socialist. <laughs> yeah. So what Taylor, are Gardner Minshew's politics? Uh, probably didn't. Oh, God. No, I don't know. He, li- he lived in a van. He lived in a van. That's like a liberal thing. Like, I guarantee what? you more liberals have lived in vans than conservatives. Oh, <laughs> I-, I would almost guarantee What a that. weird leap. Well, because, like, you think about it. Most conservatives are conservative for the richness. <laughs> and if you're rich, you're not going to live in your van. Now, a lot of liberals are working class, you know. You know. So they might live in their van at one point in life. They might they might have gotten laid off from from Lowe's or something and had to like, right, what else you got? <laughs> Ask me something. Else. I'm a little rusty. It's been a long break. Ask me something else about politics, Taylor, and then no. I'll then I'll throw it off of Vince. No, I actually do kind of want to talk about where Cameron would even come out of because like I don't want him closing at all. I think the seventh. <laughs> I have zero desire for him to close. All right, so you leave uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez in the ninth, or do you put Alvarado in the ninth? Well, so here's the thing that uh, there's an article that came out earlier that. Um, <clears throat> I forget who it was that put it out, but Rosenthal retweeted it. was one of the Phillies. Gelb, probably. Yeah. It was Gelb, actually, yeah. He basically said that the Phillies' plan is to kind of, like they did last year, to keep the ninth inning fluid. All right. Um, listen, I don't know. I'm more of a um, so defined role guy. Yeah, I'd rather have that, but also it's like it did kind of work last year. Yeah, until Alvarado yeah. you know, gave up the game-winning home run to Jordan. Uh, yeah. So, um, I mean, I definitely would like a guy that's as consistent as possible in there. I think Sir Anthony honestly should be that guy. I think he earned it. Yeah. But um, you, all, you also have to look at guys <clears> like <throat> who, if they don't win a uh, rotation spot out of spring training, guys like Bailey Falter who are going to be out there in the bullpen. Yeah, but he's not fucking closing. Fuck that dude. No, I mean, I, like, <laughs> listen, I didn't like Zach Eflin closing either, to be honest. No, with I hated Zach um, Eflin closing. It, it worked a couple times. 
other times it got out of hand. Barely worked. But I don't think that Craig Kimbrell's coming here to be the Phillies closer. I, that's I, that's the last thing I want from him. How much I, money I, did they give him? I too? think he, just one year, ten mil. I think yeah. that's not, that's it's fine. Yeah, that's whatever. Um, but listen, like if he proves like in the high leverage situations that he gets put in, that he has good stuff and he's like nasty again, throw him in the bullpen. And if he sticks, yeah. or throw him, in the, throw him in the closer role. If if he stinks up the joint, move him. Yeah. But it, it's it's kind of like a similar s- scenario to Drew's Familia. If Drew's I hope it goes better than that. <laughs> if Drew's Familia didn't pan out, you could do what they did. Yeah. Um, And it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be too much money. There's only a one-year deal. Uh, if, Kimbr- if that happens with Kimbrell... You know, I hope they cut the ties earlier than they did with Familia. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, dude, Joe Girardi used to throw him in every high leverage situation, <laughs> and every time he would fail. Yes. Every single time. But he loves him because he's a veteran. He's been around for so long, mm-hmm. and he played on a New York team. You know, yeah, think about Girardi, that. You know, think about big, that. Big New York guy. Yeah, he is a big New York guy. Um, Probably the, big Frank Sinatra guy. Our producer has given us the uh, home run whistle, which means we have to we have to wrap <laughs> things up here. Very smooth. I, th- I think he's got. Um, he must have a better guest coming in. He's got a hot date. But we were just a little rusty today because, you know, it's been we've been on vacation. We haven't been doing this. And uh, with Vince not in studio, kind of our, our spirits. Yeah, sorry. Low. I have no automobile. Yeah, my so car has, any, my so car has passed away in disgrace. If anybody wants to buy Vince a car, his Twitter handle is at VLobiondo11. Oh, your um, car's like that's, completely that's, dead? That's yeah. not my uh, Twitter, by the way. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, my, my car, I was informed on Friday that my car is uh, dead as fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, listen, I'm sorry to hear that, but you'll Are figure you? it out, man. You'll, you'll figure it out. <laughs> if you ever Thank need you, an Uber Chavis. ride, if you ever need an Uber ride, I got you, buddy. Like, if you ever want to go to the Popeyes, I got you. I'll send you an Uber. All right. Well, I'll be driving my dad's car. All right, that's fine. All right, we got to wrap up here. We we uh, some final words is that the Eagles better win, mm-hmm. and if they don't, kiss your Super Bowl aspirations. If the Eagles don't win, I guess I'm gonna have to kill myself if anyone holds yes. me to that. Yeah. So I if, will. It's written in blood. If Vince isn't here in, well, next week, then you'll, you know, know. you'll know. You'll know. You'll know. At least my death will be like maybe good for content. You won't die in vain. That's for sure. Thank All you, right. everybody. Go See birds. you next week, guys. Go Sixers. Live version. I love this. I love this version.